Cantos twenty five to twenty seven of Book four of the Ramayan of Balmiki, translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om Wanted Tree. Canto twenty five Rama's Pitch. Then Ragu's son, whose feeling breast shared the great woe that moved the rest strove with wise charm their grief to ease and gently spoke in words like these you never can raise the dead to bliss by agony of grief like this cease your lament nor leave undone the funeral task you may not shun as nature orders over the dead your tributary tears are shed but fate directing each event is still the lord preeminent yes all obey the changeless laws of fate the universal cause by fate the lives of all proceed that governs every word and deed none acts none sees his hast abate but each and all by fate are swayed the world its ordered course maintains and over that course fate ever reigns fate never exceeds the rule of fate is never too swift is never too late and making nature its ally forgets no life nor passes by no kit and kin no power and force can check or stay its subtle cause no friend or client grace or charm that victor of the world disarm so all who see with prudent eyes the hand of fate must recognize for virtue rules or love or gain as fate's unchanged decrees ordain bali has died and won the mead that waits in heaven on noble deed throned in the seats the brave may reach by liberal hand and gentle speech true to a warrior's duty bold in fight the hero lofty souled deigned not to guard his life he died and now in heaven is glorified then sees these tears and wild despair turn to the task that claims your care for bali's is the glorious fate which warriors count most fortunate when rama's speech had found a close brave lakshman terror of his foes with wise and soothing words addressed sugriva still with woe oppressed arise sugriva does he said perform the service of the dead prepare with tara and hassan that bali's rites be duly done a store of funeral oods provide which wind and sun and time have dried and richest sandal fit to grace the pyre of one of royal race with words of comfort soft and kind console poor anger's troubled mind nor let thy heart be thus cast down 
for thine is now the banner's town let ungod's care a wreath supply and raiment rich with varied dye and oil and perfumes for the fire and all the solemn rites require go hasten to the town o king and taras little quickly bring a virtue is dispatch and speed is best of all in hour of need go let a chosen band prepare the litter of the dead to bear for stout and tall and strong of limb must be the chiefs who carry him he spoke his friend's delight and pride then stood again by rama's side when tara heard the words he said within the town he quickly sped and brought on stalwart shoulders laid the litter for the rites arrayed framed like a car for gods complete with painted sides and royal seat with latticed windows deftly made and golden birds and trees inlaid well joined and wrought in every part a marvel of ingenious art when pleasure mounts in carven oud and many a graven figure stood the best of jewels over it hung and wreaths of flowers around it clung and over all was raised on high a canopy of saffron dye while like the sun of morning shone the brilliant blooms that lay thereon that glorious litter rama eyed and spake to lakshman by his side let bali on the bier be placed and with all funeral service graced Sugriva, then with many a tear drew bali's body to the bier whereon with weeping ungod's aid the relics of the chief were laid knit many a vesture's varied fold and wreaths and ornaments and gold then king Sugriva bade them speed dubsequies by law decreed let banners lead the way and show wreaths gems around them as they go and be the chosen bearers near behind them laden with the beer no costly right may you deny used when the proudest monarchs die as for a king of widest sway perform his obsequies today sagriva gave his high behest then prince litara and the rest with little ungod weeping led the long procession of the dead behind the funeral litter came with tara first each widowed dame in tears and shrieks her loss deplored and cried aloud my lord my lord while oud and hill and valley sent in echoes back the shrill lament then on a low and sandy isle was reared the hero's funeral pile by crowds of toiling banners where the mountain stream ran fresh and fair 
the border chiefs a noble band has led the litter on the sand and stood a little space apart each morning in his inmost heart but tara when her weeping eye saw barley on the litter lie laid his dear head upon her lap and wailed aloud her dire mishap o mighty banner lord and king to whose fond breast i love to cling of godly arms wise brave and bold rise look upon me as of old rise up my sovereign dost thou see a crowd of subjects weep for thee still over thy face though breath has fled the joyous light of life is spread thus around the sun although he set a crimson glory lingers yet that clad in rama's form to-day hast dragged thee from the world away one shaft from his tremendous bow dooms us to widowhood and woe hast thou o banner king no eyes thy weeping wives to recognize who for the length away unmeet have followed thee with weary feet yet every moon-faced beauty here by thee o king was counted dear lord of the banner race hast thou no eyes to see sigrivana about these tents in mournful mood a sore afflicted multitude and tara and thy lords of state around their monarch weep and wait arise my lord with gentle speech as was thy wont dismissing each then in the forest will we play and love shall make our spirits gay the banner dames raised tara drowned in floods of sorrow from the ground and angered with sugreve's aid overwhelmed with anguish and dismayed weeping for his departed sire placed bali's body on the pyre then lit the flame and round the dead passed slowly with a mourner's tread thus with full rites the funeral train performed the service for the slain then sought the flowing stream and made libations to the parted shade there setting ungod first in place the chieftains of the banner race with tara and sugriva shed the water that delights the dead canto twenty six the coronation each banner counsellor and peer in crowded numbers gathered near sugriva mournful king while yet his vesture from the wave was wet before the chief of ragus said unwearied in each arduous deed they stood and raised the reverent hand as saints before lord brahma stand then hanuman of massive mould like some tall hill of glistering gold son of the god whose wild blasts shake the forest does to rama spake 
by thy kind favour, O my lord, Sugriva, to his home restored, triumphant, has regained the day, his rank and power and royal sway. He now will call each faithful friend, enter the city and attend, with sage advice and prudent care, to every task that waits him there. Then, balm and unguent shall anoint our monarch as the laws appoint, and gems and precious reeds shall be his grateful offering, king, to thee. Do thou, O Rama, with thy friend, thy steps within the city bend. Our ruler on his throne install, and with thy presence cheer us all. Then, skilled in lore and arts that guide, the speaker Ragu's son replied, For fourteen years I might not break the mandate that my father spake, nor can I till that time be fled the street of town or village tread. Let King Sagriva seek the town, most worthy of her high renown. There let him be without delay, anointed, and begin his sway. This answered to Sugriva then, does pake anew the king of man. Do thou who knowest right ordain, Prince Angad consort of thy reign, For he is noble, true, and bold, And trained a righteous cause to hold. Gifts like his sires that youth adorn, Born eldest to the eldest born. This is the month of Sravan, first, Of those that see the rain clouds burst. Four months, thou knowest well, extends, The season when the rain descends. No time for deeds of war is this, Seek thou thy fair metropolis. And I with Lakshman, O oh my friend, The time upon this hill will spend. An ample cavern opens there, Made lovely by the mountain air, And lotuses and lilies fill The pleasant lake and murmuring reel. When Kartik's month shall clear the skies, Then tempt the mighty enterprise. Now, chieftain, to thy home repair, and be anointed sovereign there. Sugriva heard, he bowed his head, Within the lovely town he sped, Which Bali's royal will had swayed, Where thousand banner chiefs arrayed, Gathered in order round their king, And led him on with welcoming. Low on the art the lesser crowd Fell in prostration, as they bowed. Sugriva looked with grateful eyes, Spake to them all, and bade them rise. Then through the royal bowers he strode, Wherein the monarch's wives abode. Soon from the inner chambers came The banner of exalted fame, And joyful friends drew near and shed, King-making balm upon his head. Like gods anointing in disguise, 
their sovereign of the thousand eyes. Then brought they over their king to hold the white umbrella decked with gold, and chauris with their waving hair in golden handles wondrous fair, and fragrant herbs and seed and spice, and sparkling gems exceeding prize, and every bloom from woods and leaves, and gum distilled from milky trees, and precious ointment white as milk, and spotless robes of cloud and silk, wreaths of sweet flowers whose glories gleam in grassy grove on lake or stream, and fragrant sandal and each scent that makes the soft breeze redolent, grain, honey, odorous seed and store of oil and cod and golden ore, a noble tiger skin, a pair of sandals wrought with costliest care. Eight pairs of damsels drawing nigh, brought unguents stained with varied dye. Then gems and cates and robes displayed, before the twice-born priests were laid, that they would deign in order due to consecrate the king anew. The sacred grass was duly spread, and sacrificial flame was fed, which scripture-learned priests supplied with oil which texts had sanctified. Then, with all the rites ordained of old, high on the terrace, bright with gold, whereon a glorious carpet lay, and fresh called garlands, sweet and gay, Placed on his throne, Sugriba bent, his looks toward the Orient. In horns from forehead of the bull, in pictures bright and beautiful, in arms of gold the banner took, pure water brought from stream and brook, from every consecrated strand and every sea that beats the land. Then, as prescribed by sacred law, and many a mighty sage of yore, the leaders of the banners poured the sacred water on their lord. From every banner at the close of the imperial rite arose shouts of glad triumph, loud and long, repeated by the high-souled throng. Sugriva, when the rite was done, obeyed the hest of Rago's son, Prince Angad to his breast he strained, and partner of his sway ordained. Once more from all the host rang out the loud huja and joyful shout. Well done, well done, each banner cried, and good Sugriva glorified. Then with glad voices loudly raised, where Rama and his brother praised. And bright Kashkinda shone that day with happy trunks and banners gay. Canto twenty seven Rama on the Hill. But when the solemn ride was over, and bold Sugriva reigned once more, the sons of Raghu sought the hill, Prasravan of the rushing rail where roamed the tiger and the deer, 
and lions raised their voice of fear thick set of trees of every kind with trailing shrubs and plants entwined home of the ape and monkey lair of mountain cat and pod and bear in cloudy gloom against the sky the sanctifying hills rose high pierced in their crest a spacious cave the ragu sons a shelter gave then rama pure from every crime in words well suited to the time to lakshman spoke whose faithful chill watched humbly for his brother's weal i love this spacious cavern where there breathes a fresh and pleasant air brave brother let us here remain throughout the season of the rain for in mine eyes this mountain crest is above all the loveliest where copper-hued and black and white show the huge blocks that face the height where glimpse the shine of varied ore where dark clouds hang and torrents roar where waving woods are fair to see and creepers climb from tree to tree where the gay peacock's voice is shrill and sweet birds carol on the hill where odorous breath is wafted far from jessamine and cinder and opening flowers of every hue give wondrous beauty to the view see too this pleasant water near our cavern home is fresh and clear and lilies gay with flower and bud are glorious on the lovely flood this cave that fares north and east will shelter us till rain has ceased and towering hills that rise behind will screen us from the furious wind close by the cavern's portal lies and level stone of ample size and sable hill a mighty block long severed from the parent rock now let thine eye bend northward rest a while upon the mountain crest high as a cloud that brings the rain and dark as iron rent in twain look southward brother now and view a cloudy pile of paler hue like mount kailasha's topmost height where ores of every tint are bright see lakshman see before our cave that clear brook eastward roll its wave as though it were ganga's infant reel down streaming from the tree-picked hill see by the water's gentle flow asoka shawl and sandal grow and every lovely tree most fair with leaf and bud and flower is there see there beneath the bending trees that fringe her bank the river flees clothed with their beauty like a maid in all her robes and gems arrayed while from the sedgy banks are heard the soft notes of each amorous bird oh see what lovely islets stud like gems the bosom of the flood and sardises and wild swans crowd about her till she laughs aloud see lotus blooms the brook overspread some tender blue some dazzling red 
and opening lilies white as snow their buds in rich profusion show there rings the joyous peacock scream there stands the kalio by the stream and holy hermits love the throng where the sweet waters speed along ranged on the grassy margin shine gay sandal trees in glittering line and all the wondrous verdure seems the offspring of creative dreams o conquering prince there cannot be a lovelier place than this we see here sheltered on the beauteous height our days will pass in calm delight nor is kishkinda's city gay with grove and garden far away thence will the breeze of evening bring sweet music as the minstrels sing and when the banner stands will come the sound of tabor and of drum again to spouse and realm restored caught by his friends the banner lord great glory has acquired and how can he be less than happy now this said the son of Rago made his dwelling in that pleasant shade upon the mountains shelving side that sweetly all his wants supplied but still the hero's troubled mind no comfort in his woe could find yet mourning for his stolen wife dearer to rama than his life chief when he saw the lord of night rise slowly over the eastern height he tossed upon his leafy bed with eyes by sleep unvisited outwelt the tears in ceaseless flow and every sense was numbed by woe each pang that pierced the mourner through smote lakshman's fateful bosom too who troubled for his brother's sake with wisest words the prince bespake arise my brother and be strong thy hero heart has mourned too long thou knowest well that tears and shies will mar the mightiest enterprise thine was the soul that loved to dare to serve the gods was still thy care and never may sorrow's sting subdue a heart so resolute and true how canst thou hope to slay in fight the giant cruel in his might unwearied must the champion be who strives with such a foe as he tear out this sorrow by the root again be bold and resolute arise my brother and subdue the demon and his wicked crew thou canst destroy the art her seas her rooted hills and giant trees unseated by thy furious hand and shall one fiend thy power withstand wait through this season of the rain till suns of autumn dry the plain then shall thy giant foe and all his host and realm before thee fall i wake thy valor that has slept amid the tears thine eyes have wept as drops of oil in worship raise the dormant flame to sudden blaze 
the son of Rago hard he knew his brother's reed was wise and true and honouring his friendly guide in gentle words he thus replied whatever a hero firm and bold devoted true and lofty souled should speak by deep affection led such are the words which thou hast said i cast away each pensive thought that brings the noblest plans to naught and each uninjured power will strain until the purposed end we gain thy prudent words will i obey until the close of rain time stay when king sagriva will invite to action and the streams be right the hero saved in hour of need repays the debt with friendly deed but hated by the good are they who take the boon and never repay and of cantos twenty five twenty six and twenty seven